Oh man. So how is like, have you changed your workout routines? Yeah. Cardio is different. So I just been like walking around in my neighborhood and stuff, just trying, trying to adjust to nature, (laughs) trying to adjust to the elements that's outside. And then like, I'll lift some weights. It feel like prison workouts to me, but you know, it is what it is. We got, we all got to do what we got to do. I saw your Instagram. You had this one where during your entrance, Mr. Cheeks from the Lost Boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, first off, for those people who don't know, because I was I like I was like heavy into like I dabble heavy and dabble into East Coast music. I love East Coast rap. So like I'm very familiar with the Lost Boys, like Wu Tang, like that's all like my stuff. So first tell people who don't know who Mr. Cheeks is and then tell us how you secured Mr. <laughs> Cheeks in walking you out. That's just not <laughs> no normal thing. That's like some Mayweather thing right there. So like Tell us how that happened. For people that don't follow Mr. Cheeks, like you said, he was a part of the Lost Boys. And then he did like his own solo career where he had a few hits in the, I want to say like, was it like the early 2000s, I think? Yeah, with Little during the shi- Yeah, during the shiny suit era. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and that's when I started popping it off in the clubs and stuff. Wasn't old enough, but I did. And Lights, Camera, Action, and, you know, that's that was his, I want to say that was his biggest hit. Probably, yeah. So he was, um, there's a company I work for called uh, BCW, uh, mm-hmm. Brie Combination Wrestling, which is based out, is usually based out of New York, but because of everything that's going on, they secured a spot in Atlantic City, and he was there to perform, and one of my good Juju girlfriends, uh, aka sister, Ruthless Lala, I don't know if you heard of her, she was there, and she was talking to the promoter, uh, BCW. And saying, yo, Mr. Cheeks is here. Lights, camera, action has sorry Miss Jackson in it. He needs to walk her out to the ring. And I was like, you know what? That ain't a bad idea. See if you want to do that. So the owner of BCW went up to Mr. Cheeks. And Mr. Cheeks said yes. And Mr. Cheeks brought out his whole entourage with me. (laughs) So that was cool. Who would have thought, you know, things happen randomly. Thank God that worked out because he could easily just said, no, I'm just here to watch and perform and do my thing. But he was real cool, like real cool, real respectful and everything. And it was just a good time. And he was there ringside with his boys. Watch me win my match, of course. Walk me back out. That's That's the story. That's so cool. So you're going to secure him for the future sweatpants battle royal as the musical interlude? Uh, (laughs) I mean, I got a couple of things up my sleeve if I'm able to pull them off. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay, so let's go into the sweatpants battle royal. What is that about? Because I've seen some of your interviews and stuff like that. I hear people talking about it. So for those people who don't know, explain the sweats pants and you know what 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 the game plan is for this when it happens <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's exactly how it sounds it was a gray sweatpants battle royal all the men in the battle royal have to wear gray sweatpants like that's it and the winner of the gray sweatpants battle royal i was going to get a trophy made with like a little sweatpants thing <laughs> and i was going to get them a flashlight because you know you know did you know <laughs> but people don't really know what the gray sweat like josh do you know what the gray sweatpants mean like people don't no, really I know exactly what the gray sweatpants means yes okay <laughs> some people well, don't know i had to explain it to a gentleman the other day so just explain it to people that who don't know what that what that means gray sweatpants is basically the eye candy uh for females um it shows off stuff 
like when women wear lingerie, men wear gray sweatpants. It just shows off what you're working with. And it's not too much. It's just, you know, it's enough to see if you actually got something to work with or not. Emily, did you know that? I'm like, see, like, I'm. No, no comment. We're not talking about the gray sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Emily said, I'm not incriminating myself. My man is I'm nearby. Out of this one. I'm <laughs> well, tell him to wear some gray sweatpants around the house. <laughs> oh, the brain. <laughs> I'm just so, saying. What's the game plan for it? Is it, are you rescheduling it? Like now that, you know, bookings are coming back, when, when are you planning on doing it? If anything, if there can be like another WrestleMania weekend, then I will schedule it around that time only because I feel like this is like one of those once a year shows. Right. One of those uh, shows that you have to be there to see it because ain't going to be no evidence of videotaping at all. (laughs) No. (laughs) Because uh, what happens at the gray sweatpants battle Royal stays at the gray sweatpants battle Royal. Okay. I feel like this could be a touring show in Vegas or something. It could could have a residency in Vegas. It could be, but I feel like it's special enough where it comes around once a year. It'll yeah. just be like the biggest blowout ever. So you can't blowout. So who would be in the grave? Like who would be like how who who was who was secured? And now that you're like you know planning for it in the future, who would you, you like to secure? <laughs> oh, okay, thank you, Sarah. All right, <laughs> just gonna put it in the universe. You are. <laughs> you are. For me, well. Last year, I had secured, oh, I had some special guests that were going to come through that, you know, hopefully if it works out for next year, they can come back and do it. And, you know, it just will blow everybody's minds. But for this year, I had, uh, I had like Chris Bay secured. I had AJ Gray. I had Christian Casanova. I had a crime time secured. I was going to induct Too Cold Scorpio into the Gray Sweatpants Hall of Fame because that's like my wrestling uncle and he had hit me up and it was like, well, why can't I be in it? And I was just like, uncle, I love you, but I ain't trying to see that. But I've already heard. <laughs> I already heard what you work with. So I'm just, I still want you to come to the show. Okay. <laughs> right. I still want you to come to the show. I'll figure something out. And, you know, he's a whole legend, like a whole legend. So I wanted him to be a part of the show. So I was okay. going to induct him into the Gray Sweatpants Hall of Fame. I had, who else? I had Matthew Justice. I had uh, Ricky Shane Page that people actually hate, but I just wanted him to be in it because, you know, he he, he got some stuff that he's working with. Uh, the Gymnasty Boys, except for White Mike. Um, he was canceled out of the Gray Sweatpants Battle Royal. Okay. Yeah, so I had I had some people showing up that so, was gonna show up. So did you do research on like now now I have serious questions. So did, you, <laughs> did you did you like did you like watch video? Like how did how did you decide who was gonna like who you're gonna invite? Yeah, so I was research. I'm not gonna front. I mean, ain't like people don't look at me. So why can't I look at them? Did you have anybody message you like anything yes. interesting? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Oh no. I don't wanna know. I don't wanna know. I kinda do wanna know. <laughs> I don't wanna see it. I just wanna know, like 
who we, pro- we probably can't put them on blast the podcast. No. I was just I, you know what? One thing about me is what stays in my DMs stay in my DMs. So I'm, I would not <laughs> I would not say who said or who sent what. That just ain't that's not my thing because Lord, if I'm thirsting on someone and I slide in the DMs, I don't want them exposing me. Like, hey, you know, Faye Jackson was in my DM. So you know, it's respect. But yes, Sarah. <laughs> yes, I had quite a few people that were trained, were trained wrestlers. I will say that, and um, they were like, you know, do I do I fit the bill? And I was just like, well, okay, it does exactly how I look at it. Did you just make your own meme face just there? Was yeah. That- <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, Faye has a meme where she she's looking, she's just looking at it. <laughs> and that's how people got booked if you saw that picture when i was uh going through the going through the list of guys that i wanted if you saw me post that picture out that's because i'm looking <laughs> i'm looking we'll finally move away from the great yeah. like, yeah. i was like let's move on to, to other things yeah. <laughs> <Come> on, <Sarah. laughs> sorry sorry you know i just it was something i was looking forward to and i know people were curious about Everyone's what, been all in, i will say sarah did help me out a couple of times too with the scouting i'm not even just surprised to, just to uh keep an eye on the west coast and stuff <laughs> so well, I, shout out to you you have to represent you know a exactly rounded group of people so exactly so you know shout out to you sarah thank you very much you know i just want everyone to succeed <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's move forward. Let's move forward. So on top of COVID, a lot of other things have been, um, I've been talking, uh, have been happening, especially with uh, Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. And let me just point out, I did, I did see um, some of your interviews and they talked about it. But let me just point out on Women's Wrestling Weekly, we have been talking about this since the inception of the show. We were asking people about it. So I'm going to put that out there. This is not a, we're getting on the gravy chain, none of that stuff. And we did talk about it when you were on the show last. Have you seen any changes um, or any, is there any like hopes or is, is there any changes that you see within the wrestling community? I'm seeing it now. Cause even before, when I talked to you before then it wasn't much change, but now I think honestly, because of COVID people are able to sit at home and watch and reflect and just you know, like realize because there's really nothing else to do besides, you know, hopefully mentally you're getting in touch with yourself and, you know, hopefully spiritually you're getting in touch with that. But also there's just been things that if you're sitting at home, there's nothing else to do. And you finally realize there are some wrongs and things that you like, almost like light bulbs went off in people's heads. Like, wait a minute. I don't think this storyline is right. Wait a minute. I don't think this, news article is right wait a minute i don't think what's going on in society right now what black lives matter does that reflect with pro wrestling actually it does because there's so much that has went on with the art of pro wrestling Mm -hmm. and there's been such a standstill on it as far as people speaking up and speaking out about things that they had to deal with in the business and now people are actually using their voice like hey you know what if the world can speak up on this i want to speak up on something that i actually love to watch i love to do i love to be a part of but there's got to be some changes and i think finally people are realizing that and it's not because it sometimes it's not because of the people that's involved in the business but it is because of the decision makers 
that are involved in the business. And when the decision makers stay the same for the past 20, 30, 40 years, and they see nothing wrong with what's going on, that's when people are like, all right, there's so many people of color, whether they're Black, whether they're Asian, whether they're of a Latin descent, that all love pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. It's like people are kind of seeing, well, there's so much talent, especially on the independent circuit. There's so much talent in the independent circuit. Why aren't they getting opportunities on these bigger platforms? That's because you got to look on who's running the bigger platforms. Right. So I think with, with all of that going on, people are finally, finally starting to see what's going on with the business. Yeah. I mean, it's, and we've seen it, especially in the last six months, that there's a lot of, there's so many people coming forward and speaking out about their stories and what they've experienced. And there's, like you said, there's marginalized voices that have not been heard and continue to still not be heard. And so where do you see yourself in this picture and trying to like push forward to have a voice in the industry? And some of the promotions you're working for, are they like taking steps to like help kind of change the industry for the better? Well, what I've been doing personally is I've just been sticking my guns on yeah, if you know who Faye Jackson is, this is who Faye Jackson is. You're going to take it or you're going to leave it. I'm not going to water myself down for anyone. I'm not going to up the ante where it's just too much for anyone. I am who I am. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are actually seeing, well, especially with the companies that I've worked for specifically, they ask my input, like, what can I do? Is there anything to make it better and sometimes you need a woman in a certain position sometimes you need uh someone that is black in the position or latino in the position just to make a difference in this art that we call pro wrestling Mm -hmm. yes it's a sport but i also call it an art because we are not only sacrificing our bodies we are entertaining you so it's it's a certain art Form that we do. I feel that companies are actually taking the stride for the better to ask questions, to ask fans, all right, what do you want to see? What changes do you want to make? And I think fans are starting to realize who are the actual big decision makers mm-hmm. of certain companies and who's the best influencers of certain companies. Like, I'm grateful that people on Twitter, yes, I'm a creep. <laughs> Yes, I like to creep on guys. That's just how, that's just what I do. But a lot of people on Twitter also see that they call me Mama Faye or Auntie Faye. Not to say that I'm old as shit. I feel old. (laughs) I do feel old, but I I have a maturity level because I've been there, done that. So I think people are starting to respect the fact that I speak up not only for myself, I speak up for those that don't feel like they can speak up. And if that means that I get blackballed for it, then so be it. But at least I'm going to speak up for what's right. Do you think that this is going to last? And the the reason I say that is like last year, the women's movement, you know, Me Too happened. And then, you know, it's everything's happening for the women. And then, you know, we'll just take WWE, for instance. We had evolution and then there was no evolution. Mm -hmm. And like, um, I really like because I'm I'm I, I'm probably not as much of I don't I don't know the right words creep but I'm not as much as you Faye but I do appreciate you know some good eye candy so I do like WWE with the with Hurt Business and I, I tweeted like oh my god like I'm really feeling the storyline and then I had a fellow uh, coworker co-host um, tweet me back Flobo and he's like they usually pull out these type of storylines where they put 
black people or minorities in the forefront when something is chaotic in the world. And then I felt like, wait, is this happening because COVID's happening? So let's 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 showcase, you know, what we have because you know if you if you look at um, the hurt business, they've all been around for years separately, mm -hmm. and now like I think they're doing amazing. I love MVP stuff like that. But now I'm like thinking, okay, well, was this disingenuous? So do you think that's going to be happening, you know, with other promotions where it's like they're going to put, you know, black people and minorities in the forefront? And then when things get back to normal, it's like, okay, well, we're going to revert back. Or do you think this is genuinely a change for the best? I would say for the bigger companies, unfortunately, is what, what you're saying. Um, because of the things that are going on in the world, then, you know, let's highlight what we have so they can show that we're an ally. Right. I will say as far as the Hurt Business, thank God for MVP, because MVP is actually a decision maker there. So I, I do see that going for the long run. I do see if as long as he has a voice there, then things will get kind of better there. I don't know what the, the superstars are going through there. Hopefully it's not as bad as what they try to portray out on Twitter and Instagram and stuff right. like that, because we can't believe everything that we hear. I just know that MVP is doing his damnedest while he's, while he's there. As far as other companies, I think because the world is changing, the eyes are changing. And since the eyes are changing, then the business needs to change. So I think they are going to stick to, you know what, we need my, more minorities in certain positions because uh, the cis white male doesn't know everything. They do think they know everything. They think they have a touch on, on culture. But they don't know if they never experienced it. And that's right. the main thing. If you never experienced it, how can you know? How can you talk about somebody's pain or what they went or what they went through if you never experienced anything? It's the same as going through this business. With the independent circuit circuit, I know AJ Gray's running for the culture and it's just all black talent. And I know he's worked hard to get that show together. It's hard to trying to put all these wrestling shows together. I learned, <laughs> trust me, I learned. I think it's going in the right direction as far as like these majority of wrestling companies finally just saying, hey, we need to ask other opinions of, the, of other people, not just my own and what I think pro wrestling is. Right. Absolutely. And it, it's even things just they don't notice or they don't pay attention to like, oh, hey, you notice all the black wrestlers, you always give them this dancing gimmick and they all, you know, and they, they really don't, they don't notice that they do that. You know, mm -hmm. so it, it's little things. It's not even, I, I think that's a great point that you brought up. It's not even done um, out of a malicious intent. The, the things that a, a lot of the things that are happening, they're, they're done out of ignorance. And the best way to solve that is to bring people to the table who, you know, like Robin Reed was saying on our, on our past one, you know, bringing more people to the table who have those experiences. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's totally correct. You're absolutely right. And that's what it is. I think it's finally people are, you know, using all the eyes and ears that they can. So they can attract more eyes and ears to watch the products. Because who knows if there's a rating system on independent wrestling TV, 
who knows what their ratings would be if it was actually on someone's TV. It might be more people gravitating to to that because there's just everything that you can see as far as pro wrestling. You get your women's wrestling, you get you get your male wrestling, you get your grappling, you get your comedy match, you get your your inter- intergender match. Some people like it, some people don't. You get the luchador match. You get all of that. You get all of that in one show mm-hmm. instead of just watching the same this person versus this person, this person versus this person, this person versus this person. It's usually all just, ugh. So now, as far as yourself as concerned, taking bookings, what's kind of, what's kind of the game plan for the rest of the year? Me asking questions. <laughs> like, not to ask who's on the show, but I want to know who's on the show. I also want to know, uh, have they been tested for for COVID, are they willing to get tested for COVID? When was the last time they wrestled at certain shows, or they've been doing it every single week? What protocols are you taking as far as like social distancing and like having just like the right things, the right protocols set up for us? As far as the locker room, how do you want the lock? How are you gonna have the locker room set up? Now it's like it's so many questions that you gotta ask. Right? Are you going to do a temperature test? check are you going to do a temperature check on the fans like even my mom she wanted to come out to the collective this weekend my family's in ohio and the show's in indianapolis and it's close for her to i think it's only like maybe two three hours close for her to come she hasn't seen me wrestle since probably last year but because everything that's going on that's you know that's just the way it is and i had to think about it and i really had to tell her like I need for you to sit at home because not only do you have high blood pressure, you have diabetes, you uh, just got over breast cancer a few years ago. I don't want you out near people. Like, and that's just for my own safety for, for her. Cause I'm more worried about her. If I, God forbid, if I catch it, who knows if I will recover from it, but you know, I work out, I'm healthy. So I don't know if, it, if I, would be able to take it or I can't. My mom wouldn't. Like if my mom gets it, that's it. So I'd rather for her to just not be around that. At first she was like, oh, I'm still coming. I'm grown. You can't tell me. I don't, I, I want to come and support them. Like mom. And I had to I, I had to break it down to her. Like, look, there will be other wrestling shows. I just don't want this to be your re- your last wrestling show that you attend. So I'd rather you just, you know, chill. 2021 we'll see what happens (laughs) other than that like only because people uh i'm sure fans are going to be safe Mm -hmm. but still at the end of the day who knows we don't know we don't know how you catch it we know it's airborne but you know who knows if the masks are really helping who knows if the hand sanitizer is really helping we just don't know nobody has a cure for it I will say yes, wear your mask, keep wearing uh uh using the hand sanitizer and y'all should have been washing washing your hands after you used bathroom in the first place. I mean, that should have been a given. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I'm glad people are taking the proper protocols to not get this virus, but we just don't know. I will say the most surprising thing to me, so I I started venturing out doing a few shows, you know. And, uh, and like you were saying about asking questions, I've had to learn each time, like, oh, that's a question I got to ask next time, because yeah. I thought we would all be on the same page about this, mm-hmm. but we're not. The yeah. funniest thing to me is handshakes. 
Mm. I really would have thought we'd all be on the same page. About handshake. Handshake yep. tradition has to go right now. Yeah. Nope. No, no, nope. Everybody's still reaching their hands at me. I'm like, ha ha. Right. Elbow. Hello. Yeah, you're like, elbow. You were, it looks like we're all doing the chicken dance. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you're, I think you're exactly correct. Yeah. If you want to protect your loved ones, it's not just yourself. You have to think about it. Right everyone who's going to be there and what their choices are going to be exactly and it's also it's also like and, I, and i've been working some working some shows too and you're in a tight space for a long period of time you try to limit the amount of time you're in that space but making sure that like people are like tested ahead of time and even after like it's a before it's an after and then people can still possibly test positive later depending mm -hmm. on you know, just because you don't test negative at that time doesn't mean like two days from then you're not symptomatic. And so right. there's all these things that, that all of us want to like move on with our lives and try to like have some normalcy and get back to things. But we also have this like huge, we gotta be safe burden that we have to like be safe. And, and, you know, it's, it's scary. Um, but you know, I hope that, that, the collective and I hope the the shows you guys are doing are they're all being safe because I know there's you know you you should have waivers and you should have temperature checks and you should have mm -hmm. you know you should have like oxygen level tests and like everyone should be doing these things and they're not you could have like a COVID safety officer nearby or like yeah. on standby you know um there's all these things that you could do that that are reasonably priced that that like the safety of your the safety of your talent should be more important than making money you know, and your fans, because if fans mm -hmm. are in the audience, that adds a whole other layer of like social distancing and, you know, the amount of people that are there. So they mean to go on that rant, but it's important. No, you're right. <laughs> so uh, let's, let's touch a little bit on it. You can go, you know, tell the whole story. Or you can just kind of dabble in it, whatever. Um, there, you know, there has been talks about with you and ROH and how everything kind of uh, played out. Uh, has there, since you've been doing interviews and kind of talking about it, has, have they reached out to you or what has kind of been, you know, happening? And for those who don't know, can you kind of give them a gist of what happened? No, and they're not going to, and it's fine. Um, I called them out because uh, they treated me wrong. They treated other Black talent wrong when I was there. But, you know, it it is what it is. They're still going to thrive as a company. I have no ill will or hate towards them. I will continue to say that. You just have to move on from certain situations when you're not wanted. Uh, other talent has done that as well. They realize when they're not wanted, you just got to go. And that's what it is. Hopefully things will change for the better there. I'm sure it is because they have certain people in positions there now that I know that I know that they they are trying to make it better for their talent. But, you know, while I was there and not only did I go through things, I witnessed things that they've done to people, to like specific people. And honestly, for me, it's not my story to tell on their behalf. Mm -hmm. Like if they want to come out with it and speak on it, then that's on them. I was just bringing up stuff that I seen, that I dealt with and things that I was told to my face. Honestly, it just, it, it just, it is what it is. There you have it. Uh, are we ready to do some rapid hot tag questions? Let's go. Okay. Are you are you are you ready to some different questions this time, Faith? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, not again. I thought after the first time I was done. No. <laughs> not done. It will yeah, never be done. I'm just questioning you. 
Okay, so rapid hot tag. So first question, favorite quarantine snack? <laughs> Cheddar Bay biscuits. <gasps> Do you prefer working out at home or at the gym? Now at home. Cooking at home or ordering out? Ordering out. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Being a psychic. Oh. So I can see what's going on in the future. What in your life are you most grateful for? Just being able to wake up in the morning. This is by far my favorite question. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, what, uh, which would you want? <laughs> I'll, I'm going to go with body because the body pays for itself. <laughs> Another one for team body. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Emily. Should have been the answer. <laughs> Yeah, we we were both like, you know what? You know, as long as you're looking good, it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, especially for us women. The most of the time, men don't want us to think anyway. When we do think and say stuff, they feel threatened. (laughs) So (laughs) let me just shut my mouth and keep my body, and then you pay me for it at ninety years old. (laughs) Yep, at ninety years old. (laughs) Straight up, banging. I'm sure not nine year olds still to... have wops. So. <laughs> we'll, we'll all look hot, but not be able to put a sentence together. <laughs> like Faith said, you don't need to. What do you yeah. have to say? <laughs> oh my God. She said at 90 years old, I'm sure there's wops. Yeah, this okay. is a um, <laughs> Let's hit that star of the week real quick. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I don't have music anymore. There, I gave you music, Sarah. Thank you. Today's star of the week is Delilah Doom, debuting in 2014 in Texas's Anarchy Championship Wrestling. You may recognize Delilah from her WWE matches against Nia Jax on Raw or Carmella on SmackDown. Her energetic and feisty fitness instructor persona recently evolved when she began teaming with her boyfriend, Eli Everfly, as the team Doomfly, and her repertoire now incorporates high-flying lucha libre moves and submissions. She's held several championships, including the Phoenix of Rise Championship, RCW Angels Championship, and the Shimmer Tag Team Championship. Be sure to follow her at Delilah underscore Doom, the O's are zeros, and tell her Women's Wrestling Talk sent you. If you want to learn more about a star of the indie wrestling scene, please shoot us your suggestions for future stars of the week. I Thank need to be a wrestling boyfriend. Does <laughs> Shane McMahon watch this? <laughs> Shane, of course, Shane. Shane Faye is waiting for you in the wings. Hi, Shane. Family. <laughs> uh, well, so Shane could find you just in case he's not. Where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, Faye Jackson 419. And let me just say, folks, if you are not following her, you need to follow her. And then also, too, I'm going to plug the, the, the OnlyFans. Yep, where, I got OnlyFans and Patreon, both of them. Double, double scoop. So, <laughs> double scoop. So OnlyFans.com slash FayeJackson419. Patreon.com slash FayeJackson419. So if you want, well, I don't, I don't know what's on there, but I'm assuming it's more of more of what we've seen on it's, Instagram. Look, I'll I'll just say it's appetizing. Oh, oh well then. <laughs> I think I think my my, my, my screen froze off that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, my computer's like, oh, okay, this this is what we're doing. <laughs> um, so th- thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. 
Uh, Sarah the Rebel, Cat Lady number one, where can everybody find you? No, I'm Queen Cat Lady now. Everyone can find me at Sarah the Rebel. Sarah's an H, is God in the Bible intended. And you can check out my Patreon as well. Not quite as appetizing as Faze, but I feel like you're going to get fed. <laughs> and Emily. Yeah, Farmer's Daughter over here. You can find me on all social platforms at Emily May Heller. And thank you guys so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Make sure you follow all our social media. It's, uh, my gosh, I keep forgetting what it is. It's WWTalkPod on Twitter and WWTalk on Instagram and everywhere else. That is why we are a team. Because I'm like, I can't remember what We got you, TK. We got you. And then also every Thursday, this is evolving. I really love it. We got definitely got to have you on uh, one Thursday, Faye. Every Thursday, we're talking wrestling news with a different guest. This week's guest is going to be entertaining. So definitely it's going to be a surprise until the day before or the day of, I don't know, Sarah does the social media. Well, yeah, but it's somebody new every time. Tune in. Male, female, it might be a cat. We'll see. But thank you guys so much for joining us. My name is TK Trinidad. You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. Till next time, guys. Ciao.